Hi, I would like to start uh, this podcast with a trigger warning. We do talk about a lot of sensitive topics such as pregnancy loss and being pregnant at a young age. If this may trigger you, um, please, this is the trigger warning for this. Thanks. Love Stassi. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to my channel. My name is Stassi. Thank you so much for being here today. I am so excited. I have a queen coming back to have her spotlight after being roasted in, the, in my 100th <laughs> episode that you pointed out that you weren't, you hadn't had a spotlight yet, which I love. <laughs> you were on my list for the rest of the season. So I'm so excited <laughs> to have Sims Royalty 22, aka Gabby here today. So thank you so much for coming back. Thank you for having me back again and again. <laughs> you are welcome. I mean, you're coming for some thrones, man. Kevin just knocked out the Disney sim for the 12th time Kev was on. Oh, I'll, oh I'm com now I'm coming to everything. You're coming to everything? Okay, if it has nothing to do with me, I'm signing up. <laughs> I'm hosting a roundtable for just podcasts. Just come on. Just just come. Just come join the one. We'll, Never cared. Yeah, I listen to podcasts. That, that, that counts. That's 100% counts. Well, Gabby, <laughs> thank you so much for coming back today. Uh, for anyone, if this is their first podcast uh, listening to this, welcome new listeners. I always love and appreciate you. Uh, why don't you, Gabby, why don't you tell us a little about your Sims history and a little bit about yourself? Um, so my name is Gabby. I run the Simstagram account Sims Royalty 22. Um, I have been playing since I was pretty young, actually. Um, I want to say eight or nine. I started out playing Sims 2. Mm -hmm. Um, I think Sims 3 had just come out and my mom made me play Sims 2 because we didn't really have Sims 3 that much yet. Um, and then my mom has played my entire life. So, of course, I'm, I want to do what she's doing. Mm -hmm. Um, and so then I started playing and then I moved through. I've gone through just playing through all of the iterations so when sims 4 came out i pretty much started playing it immediately mm -hmm. um which i don't now looking back i have no clue how i managed that um yeah i i'm a college student and i work full-time so sometimes running um like this month i haven't really posted mm -hmm. and i love that nobody's really said anything <laughs> Like my Sims are because I'm part of the royal community. They're at other people's events. They they're still being seen, just not on my page. I I love that, and we'll we'll definitely get into the royal aspect a little bit later. And a special podcast that will be coming out <laughs> next week is a Sims royalty roundtable with my co-host, yours truly over here, Miss <laughs> Gabby, will be joining me. So please stay tuned for that. I'm so excited to film that this week. And kind of all of the royalty simmers have been talking about it. We're all excited. Like yeah. we keep asking each other, are you gonna be there? Are you gonna be there? <laughs> well I was just asking people because I was like, I want I wanted this to be the biggest round table I've had. So I've, the the most people I've had is nine people and I wanted to I wanted to go past that because I think store Sims Royal storytellers need a fucking spotlight because it was our Simstagram podcast that you educated all of us builders and all of us <laughs> cast of like what it's like to be it's crazy it's fucking crazy it's a it's a lot and then an event i was just in i'm and well i'm in currently she was sending pictures of like her building the palace and stuff that she's taking pictures in front of um and then we're all in the group chat like yeah i could never and she's like it's just a shell and we're like that's not the point <laughs> right well it's like juby sims she builds castles all the fucking time 
And again, love her podcast friend, love, love her, her. love her Canadian friend, podcast friend. <laughs> but I'm like, she's like, oh, it's so easy. Like it's like a three, four hours and I'll, I'll have a bill. I'm like in three hours, I might, might, might place my, like my first door. Like that's <laughs> where I'm at. Now going back to building, I've done, I've, I joked all of, like first half of the season that like, I don't build anymore. No one takes me serious as a builder. So everyone's like, yo, I'll hold, I'll hold my beer. I'll invite you to every building club. So I was like, <laughs> I build their class. And everyone's just like, holy shit, you can build. I was like, I was always builder. <laughs> and just seeing like, again, like GB, she's like, yeah, a couple of hours. It's fine. And I'm like, again, like. What I could never imagine building what she builds in a couple of hours. I'm renovating a palace. Uh, it's the summer palace from uh, Alice. I already, I always remember her like her name name, and I can't remember her account name right now. Um, and I'm just renovating, and I've already like because I've been doing it on stream, just because I'm doing it anyway. Mm-hmm. I figured it would be a good opportunity to stream. And the streams have already been like four hours and I've done like one floor. Like I fixed the basement for the CC I didn't have and to make it a little bit less game breaky to have less rooms. I did one floor in like yeah. four hours. Fucking right. Nope. Full castle. Just full landscape, full everything. Again, we love you, Juby. We love you, Juby. We don't, we don't have your <laughs> No, super- for real. Yeah, we don't have your um your superpower, but we love you. But anyways, Gabby. Let's before we get into story did you have you played the new expansion pack? Did you like it if you've played it? I did not buy it. I wanted okay. to buy it so bad because it's it was my birthday this month and I'm like, spoil yourself. And I'm like, I can't even play infants. Um every time I try to play um every time I try to take care of an infant, they I get the glitch where they're stuck to the Sims foot. As well as my Sims will not sit down with them so like they're sitting but like the actual uh what they actually look like is like they're they're like half sitting they started to sit but they're stuck in that position just holding the infant so i didn't buy the packs i'm like i can't play with them base game there's no point in buying a pack where i still won't be able to play with them but yeah i did want to buy growing together but i'm not doing that at least until the base my base game works yeah holy shit i had no idea honestly if I had an option to throw infants out the window and never play with them, I would. I cannot stand that level of gameplay. Love my gameplay players, but I it's not for me. It- and I do. I was so excited, uh, which makes it even more heartbreaking that my game is broken because I was going to start a 100 baby challenge and now I can't. <laughs> and like, God knows when EA is actually going to fix something. Like, seriously, like, again, I'm so sorry that that's happened to you. Fingers crossed instead of, you know, somebody said it might be a specific piece of CC I have and I'm going to try removing it, but I haven't played The Sims in a, a couple of days. So I haven't even been worried about going through my testing right now. But hopefully that is the fix. Uh, for for anyone curious, what is the piece of CC? Just just in case someone else is um, having the same problem. Uh, they said it might be the uh, Panda Sama toddler toys. Oh, okay. Um, I thought I had updated that recently, but I might not have. Who knows? My mods folder is like three thousand um pieces or so. I mean, not pieces. Um, I was gonna say gigabytes. It's not actually, but it feels that way sometimes. Oh, I could. I think it's actually like eighty-four gigabytes. Yeah. Um, 
every time my computer turns on, it's like, please delete this folder of my, like my mods, because it is <laughs> so, I think it's up to, for me, like 60 gig of just like mods because like, okay, which we'll get it. Like, let's get into this now. Like as a storyteller, 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 you have mm-hmm. to have CC and mods to tell the story mm-hmm. that you want in the Sims. I think that's really great for CC creators that were able to do that. I think that's really sad for EA that um like we, like we can't even have like a fucking pose, like anything poses in the game. Like that is amazing pose creators out there um doing that's like, that for us could you tell your story without mods or cc no no i couldn't even pose a sim without a mod right and pose is honest to god make or break a story in my opinion yeah but especially and it's crazy because i use wicked whims to pose a lot which is so funny Mm -hmm. that some i'm so glad somebody told me that um then i felt bad because you know when they updated what they said the how old the teens were you know, mm. they removed the teen module from it. And I felt so gross because I had to download the one that override the mod that overrides that just so I could move my teen sims around. But it made me feel so uncomfortable. <laughs> like, I understand I'm not using it in that manner. Yeah. But like, just the fact that I had to made me like feel like I was doing something icky. <laughs> I, I got you. That That's why I don't use uh, Wicked Whims, which was really interesting because I had to start downloading some sex poses. Uh, anybody who needs sex poses, don't Google uh, sex poses because you get some weird <laughs> shit. Um, oh, no. Oh, yeah. You have to go to the Wicked I, when I don't use risque poses very often, but I was told if you ever need to go to the Wicked Whims page and download the like the recommended ones from there because yes. those are the best options they work with the mods the best and then um very unlikely to be um like spam or bucky or anything right like it was just like oh no but it does i don't use wicked whims for wicked whims it's just so funny i use wicked whims so i can pose adult and teen sims and move them around if the shot doesn't look like what I want it to look like. So mm-hmm. I don't have to go back into um get a pose teleporter and then um put it at an exact angle mm-hmm. and move on. So that's so much easier. I only have to do that if I'm um playing with kids or toddlers. Oh, okay. That's interesting because uh yeah, she's a simmer. Also said the same thing to me because that's now what she does when it comes to um Wicked whims it's it's so much easier for posing because then like it kind of it goes more smoothly because with teleport mm-hmm. like unless it's an animation um it kind of it, it goes really choppy and if it's two sets of animation going at once um you you best pray that they start at the same time because if not it's like one's there and the next one's like this and then it goes like that it's 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 so um awkward but it, i mean that is a good way to use it i just don't like wicked whims because like there's parts of it that i feel like shouldn't be in the game existing it, existing i think it's a little too dark and that's a fucking lot to come out of my mouth that something is <laughs> too fucking risque i just i don't know i understand they're like well it's for storytellers that's great but a lot of storytellers don't use it because it's gross and icky and that's not the type of story <laughs> so i kind of wish they would just remove the icky parts how about you um i'm all for freedom of creativity i'm more of i'm not gonna use it yeah um and move on it does make me a little uncomfortable um but i'm more of the type of person I'm like 
I'm in the era where if it doesn't affect me, I kind of forget it exists. <laughs> that's fair. Until I go in my settings and have to fix something, I'm like, oh yeah, that's the thing. But also, I recognize that a lot of people use The Sims as therapy, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of people's story are very different. Their life story is very different. So if it helps them through that, I guess. But yeah, I just kind of try to <laughs> ignore it. Lucky. Hey, that's the best answer. No, hey, applaud. A round of applause, my friend. Because again, <laughs> I, I, you're right. You're 100% right. It, it can come down to what the storyteller wants to convey and the method they need to do it. I'm I'm still like, we might get a kiss. That's where, that's where I'm at. We might get a kiss in there and we might we might see a side boob. That's, <laughs> that's as risque as- I um, think I've only done one risque post and that was when I was like revealing that- um, the prince consort of Baden was cheating on his wife and it's like it's him like sleeping with his mistress but like it's one of those where like it's fade to black because they're in undies and then the post ends and I'm like yeah that's all I got for you babe yep exactly I think less is more as well when it comes to that because it kind of leads your eyes to the imagination like think about like any sex scene in Hollywood like that is what you see you got like the hand on the blanket or the hand on the wall it's always raining no matter what sex scene, it's always <laughs> or in a shower shower which, who is what? doing that logically because the fear of being dropped it's terrifying. Uh, yeah, and you gotta like you gotta be the right height too, because God forbid if one's too tall and one's too short in the shower, someone's oh, I never dying. Even thought it, yeah, there's so many things I'm just yeah. like that logically I could no. never. Nope, that's uh-uh. nah, 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 no sour shucks. Mm-mm. This no, it's you're gonna <laughs> break your neck. Like it's not. No, sexy. I fall just existing. Right? There's just no way I could no no just no. <laughs> Could you imagine if that was a Sims death, though? Like, if it was, like, having sex and you just die? <laughs> I would I, I would download Wicked Whims if that was a death. Oh the mod God. creator listening to me, please make <laughs> that a death. Because I swear to God, anytime, even, I, yeah, I, I slip on my existence. Just getting I mean, shower, I, guess, I, I guess that's a good way to go. I mean, depending <laughs> on what point you made it to, I don't... <laughs> Yeah, if you just mid orgasm slip and die. I Yeah, I that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, move moving on. Um anyways, great idea for poses. Again, like I kind of wish EA took didn't just listen to builders and didn't just listen to cast but listen to storytellers and kind of listen to what we want. We don't have a lot of demands. We just kind of want the game to work, um, and we just we just want um, to be able did to. Did you not know that was a lot? I know, I know. <laughs> I, we're putting a little too much on them after spending like a thousand dollars on this game. That we're kind of just asking. Oh, you only spent a thousand? No, girl. I spent like <laughs> I spent like way less. Um, I th- have you heard the story how like I have like all the packs? Um, I'm not sure. Okay, I, think I have a piece of it. Like, I remember you saying at one point you, you were talking about buying kits at a party. 
Oh, that is so true. Uh, that is a Chris. That was last year's Christmas. I got blackout <laughs> wasted and was like, I'm gonna make it. <laughs> like, I'm gonna fu- prove e- e- uh, daddy EA-, EA wrong that, like, he just won. He got my money. Um, I was gonna say they don't care. <laughs> yeah, they don't care. Um, no. So at the beginning, I, me and my best friend, uh, Sierra, who, we did a podcast together. Uh, she, we did one. It was like last season. It was like, like, it's literally called like the honeymooners. Um, we did the honeymoon test or like that. Yeah. It's, it's a, it was an old show back in the day. And no, thought, I, I yeah. was little, but I've seen it. Yeah. Right. We thought it would be fun. And um, so it was her, we, we went 50, 50. So we would share my, we would share my origins and we would buy them on sale. Like the packs when it was 25 bucks, but we'd only spend 1250 each. And we just wrapped up everything because we were obsessed with Kelsey and PGK's 100 Baby Childs. Like, we were fucking <laughs> obsessed. Oh, I was so sad when that ended and she announced she was leaving BuzzFeed. Yeah. And I still like her. And it's not her. I think it's I grew up. <laughs> and so now when I'm watching her content, it's more like background noise. Like, I still watch her. But, like, I was watching her not so very gen. And it's crazy because now she has so much more freedom. But now I'm, like, I don't I don't really want to watch anything anymore. Anytime I'm watching any Sims video, it's, like, white noise. And I'm, like, yeah, I don't know what happened there. I, it's, it's, I could not agree more. I was, I was so disappointed. I understand why she left. I mean, she wanted to have that freedom. Like, she wasn't making extra money. Like she no. literally brought, and then a- she had ended up filming in her house anyway. Yeah, ex- exactly right. So it was just I agree, and then I I started watching her new stuff. I'm gonna get in trouble for saying this. I don't give a shit. Um, she she did boring challenges. I'm sorry. There's yeah, so she many- is doing all the ones everybody's done. Right, like I understand the hunter baby was different, but I think it she made it special. Like she was a very good start, but like doing the not so very rags to riches. I'm sorry, yawn. Everybody does this. Yeah. I wanted to see something, and she yeah, did, like she has an amazing production value, and I'm just sitting there like I'm yeah. not interested in this really. Right, like I loved her, and I mean I hope to one day interview her, but I'm kind of getting concerned that she might be overrated now, just a little bit. And I think she might be burned out, but now it's like her job. Yeah. Yeah days where it seems like when I'm watching a video and I'm like I'm not sure you really wanted to film today love mm-hmm. but you probably felt like you had to gotta make that money right I mean unfortunately that that's the because everyone's dream is to be a YouTuber a lot of us are I mean that's no, kind of no. why we do this well <laughs> you, you exception to the rule but a, a good chunk of like I would even say me for a good chunk of this would love to turn this into something even if it's not a Sims podcast, just this opens the door to an opportunity that I may be able, you know, do something else one day besides currently what I'm doing for my living. But you have to go out there on a good, bad, a good day, a bad day. You have to film content. Um, and it's exhausting to always be fucking on and to never not be on. So I totally get, I think she's burnt out. She's tired. Like the thing is, it's like, I know she plays other games but no one gives a shit. We she come like we are there to it watch her. Sim and my thing in. is, I would watch her play other games. It does not come on my feed. Yeah, it's not what's pushed. So like, if they would push some of her doing because when she was playing that game with um, 
I think it was it was either Gluon or James, where they were playing that game where they were a pair. Yeah. And they were running around. I was watching that and it just ended and like there I, I don't know why it ended. Like they never finished the game. And I was enjoying that. Right? Like I would enjoy more of that. Like I would enjoy more content and kind of see what else she can bring to the table besides doing a rags to riches. I would love to see her create her own challenge. I think that would be fun. Exactly. I I hope I, I don't she'll ever listen to this, but if you do, (laughs) Kelsey, we love you. And we just want you, we just want you to have fun. We want you to go back to enjoying doing this because if you're not enjoying it we can see it and then we're not enjoying you watching it and then it, it's just a double-ended sword at that point and then we kind of move on I think that's kind of unfortunately we're in that society of well we don't really you're not doing it for us anymore so we'll move on to the next creator that is doing it and that is happy to be doing this and is pushing boundaries and creating new challenges um uh, uh the awful gamer podcast friend he created the midnight challenges which is from the album Taylor Swift's album Midnight, he did a twelve legacy uh, generation challenge based on um, every song on that album. That is fucking creative, and that's. I was going to say that sounds so cool. It's so cool. Like we we our podcast will be coming out. It's already come out. Now while we're filming this, it's still waiting to come out. But as this podcast, mm-hmm. please go check out that challenge because it's so cool. It's so original. That's what I want from Kelsey. I want something original. I want to see her having genuine fun, not just doing a job. Exactly. Because her streams are interesting where she's interacting with people. You can tell she likes interacting with her fans. Yeah. But I'm not watching that. I don't, I can't do long form content like that if I'm not like in the stream. Yeah. Exactly. Well. Kelsey and PJK, we love you. Please, <laughs> please make content that you, we we just you went love. on like a ten minute love letter. <laughs> yes, exactly. Also, please come on here. I love you. Um, I would shit my pants if she ever like <laughs> if anyone like actually was like really big. Though I think they'd be disappointed actually if they were like this is like you're not that cool, Stassi. I think there's a couple that would just love the idea. Like I think Fumbella would come on and just yes. have fun. I think I think she I think we'd have good banter because people ask me all the time they're like who do you want to interview and I was like obviously Kelsey PHK my my number one um honestly I I just want to interview everybody I don't have like a <laughs> a favorite I don't know if you could interview a summer if I eventually because I do plan to take your idea when I take a mat leave eventually to do guest pe- filling Takeover. in my- guest is taking over my I've put a lot of thought into that because I want to continue doing this because you told me I can never end so that's no you can't that's that's a lot of pressure I'm gonna live for another probably about 70 years so it's a 70 more years of podcast you're gonna be senile and still doing it I don't care (laughs) (laughs) and then (laughs) and then when you eventually 80 years from now um die (laughs) you're gonna have to take over it can never end. Oh, oh, oh it's what just is it? it's the, this is the song that, that never ends. ends. This podcast, this podcast will never, never end. Ends. <laughs> um, if I if I let you sit in my seat 
And you got mm. to be, if you got to host an interview, who would you interview and why? Oh, definitely Pumplow. I love her. Um, I, I love the fact that um, she's really very open about her mental health and how she's feeling. Even when she's filming, she's like, she's like, I wasn't really planning on filming today, but I had to put this out and you guys are awesome. So I wanted to do this and that. And I'm not really in the mental health space. So there's no camera. And I'm like, babe, you're fine. She's always yeah. talking about being on the spectrum, always talking about being ace and like not really understanding like what, what people see in certain townies where they're like, <laughs> this time could get. And she's like, maybe it's just me, but no. And I'm like, no, that's valid. Yeah. No, it's a hundred percent. I think that is a good choice. I think you guys would like, super hit it off oh her and my adhd we would never be on topic but it would be interesting it'd be like a 16 hour podcast <laughs> i'm down for that i don't care if i even have i would call off work <laughs> well i mean hey potentially season four or five it's going to be guest hosted everyone so <laughs> Again, anyone who wants to guest host in like two years from now, hit me <laughs> up. <laughs> Actually, even I was even thinking about doing a little bit of next season too. Just because I, yeah, I, I have a lot of people wanting to do different types of podcasts now and I'm willing to really do anything as long as um I think it would be good for the listeners and very good for the platform. But yeah, you're definitely on my list for co-hosting after giving me the idea I just like love people <laughs> throw me ideas but anyways no have you ever had anybody like just interview you yes you interview us I okay, have on that podcast um so I so I was on under the plum bomb so I, I got nope, interviewed. I meant on yours oh on mine um I got yes, interviewed for Rose Chronicles. oh okay I got I got interviewed twice for Rose Chronicles I do one every year um mm -hmm. I'll be doing another one uh this year because cool things are happening and it's, it's my show and I want to talk about it I'm biased As you um and then I did when I got my first when I got to 3,000 followers on Instagram I did a Q&A and my fiance mm -hmm. uh asked me the questions oh that's adorable yeah so that was uh my Christmas present to the fa my fans last year which is so <laughs> weird to say those words outside like it, I don't know it's weird but yeah, it was cool um I love to be interviewed I'm also the most <laughs> nervous person to be interviewed Same. I sweat I forget my answers it's more fun to be on this side because you guys I'm have over here <laughs> I had I had this in my hand a second ago yeah uh, I was over here playing with this because I, I had to fidget yes um, while we were talking but then I got a little more comfortable so I put it down <laughs> that's okay um I have um you'll see in the season I have a black ball in my hand when I get when I get a little nervous because I'm just you know trying to wrangle up an interview but anyway speaking of wrangling up an interview let's continue this mm -hmm. interview let's talk about some sims <laughs> um so obviously we know that the sims team um gave up on stuff kits um so they're giving us four kits and a hot update and the only thing I can think of when I hear a hot update is Paris Hilton saying that's hot like that's the only <laughs> thing I think of. So what the I'm fuck's a hot update? For that one. Yeah, yeah. You you dodged <laughs> a bullet. That was that was like my shit of being like Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie and this. I think it was like called the Simple Life or something Isn't like that. Isn't that how Kim Kardashian got famous? 
like hanging out with Paris Hilton. Yeah, she was her personal uh, stylist or slash assistant. She was not good at her job. She was definitely not good at her. But like back then, like I know you're you're like you're cute and you're like 22 and I, <laughs> and I love that for you. Um, But like Juicy Couture, track suits, Uggs, the big bougie gross Louis Vuitton bags like that was the it <laughs> shit like I had a Juicy Couture tracksuit in like every fucking color like I <laughs> loved oh and my Uggs oh and the poof the poof and like you just like you know what the poof is right you don't know what the bubble okay okay I can't do this because I have headphones on but what you would do so I would take this piece you would go like this with your hair and you would make oh like, yeah okay yeah so that was called the poof or the bubble which apparently as I saw on God forbid reels because I couldn't sleep the other night <laughs> that's coming back and I was like and the Gen Xers or, or yeah no yeah no Gen Zers whatever the floor you got your gender yeah Gen Z I'm Gen Z yeah Gen and Z then is younger like, than me is Alpha yeah that's also my niece is Alpha and I was like fuck is that that's so yeah they just started over at the beginning of the alphabet again is what that is pretty much so I wonder so, so is it gonna be Generation Beta. Is that gonna be B? I guess, yeah. I guess so. They're Until gonna... they earn a name, because you know Z is Zoomers, which I don't appreciate, but okay. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't appreciate that. That's yeah, that's weird. That's it's like weird. it's like boom. Like, okay, because everyone's just they just got rid of like the baby boomers. Just call them boomers now. Which well, they say because we move so quickly and we like move on from one thing to the next. We're zooming from one thing to the next um, oh, on social media and stuff. Interesting. Um, yes. but nobody wants to be called the zoomer so no. I, hope you, I don't know I, I was saying message you every day now being like you're a zoomer <laughs> <laughs> anyways so I'm gonna start ignoring you <laughs> <laughs> that's fair that is fair if I call you a zoomer every day um so anyways a hot update which I fucking no idea what that means don't even care uh four kits don't care um I'm not even gonna get into it I'm not even gonna ask you what you want because nobody gives a fuck like literally no one gave a fuck like everyone just is like oh cool whatever um my whole twitter is like so we're not acknowledging that you said stuff packs weren't gonna die and then they died right that's my entire sims twitter right now I... which I try to stay off of yeah stay off sims twitter everyone I will, like, I just, I'm on there to post my shit and fucking leave. I, it's so toxic. Don't be part of it. No, thank you. Um, But we're not, I'm not even going to, we're not even going to dive into four, kid, four kids because no one gives a fuck. And by the time this comes out, they'll already be out and they'll be disappointing. And then they'll be like, this podcast is like six months old. And you'd be like, you fucking know it. So <laughs> anyways, what I want to ask you is what you, what would make the best royal expansion pack? Oh. Oh. Yeah. Uh ball gowns that don't yes. clip and break. So we have really amazing CC. Never knocking it. It's so beautiful. But the one issue I have is that when you're posing, it can go through the tables or through another sim or like through anything i want something that works with the game mechanics where like it smushes down um yeah. when they're sitting yes or it just it it's meant to be there so it just works really well um it it flows when they're when they're moving versus like the stiff like barbie like 
I don't know if you've ever seen uh like when mirror race videos when they're in those really big dresses mm-hmm. and <laughs> they're walking in it just the skirt just does this because it doesn't have like the flow mechanics some of the clothes in the game do yes because well, it because it's cc right it's kind of my yeah. design to so look like pretty a picture yeah. yeah yeah oh there's nothing as good as when they're walking and they're just yeah they're like yeah sidewalking. and they look like like oh what was those toys where like it was like kind of a piece of paper like a piece of plastic and you just like stuck their clothes on oh that's what that always reminds me of like when you would walk with them um on whatever you were playing with (laughs) that's what it always reminds me of i think that's the best visual representation i've ever heard for anything like that (laughs) thank you thank you for coming to an understanding like oh my god that's so fucking true though like (laughs) i just did like i don't know like some party thing and i had a dress on and it just didn't flow. It looks weird because it was Alpha CC, so it had the weird fucking shadow gashes because that's how oh, they yeah. were. And I, because I thought I was like, whatever, like no one's gonna notice because being a Instagram storyteller, we show you what you want to see, and we cut out what you don't want to see. So I like mm-hmm. I had to like trim from like up from like I would say like her belly button up. I couldn't show the dress fully down, and if I did, I had to like edit the shit out of it because it was so shadowed. It was just like these giant black bits. Um, but I definitely like ball gowns. Ball gowns out. I will say the dresses and that Indian came and Asian CC. I mean Indian Asian clothing. Yes, that like like older for like historical plays plays mm-hmm. that stuff is I love the CC for that but a lot of that you have to like pay for or I can't even find because the websites are in another language I can't read yeah um stuff like that because I just want that in general mm-hmm. just Indian and Asian and um uh clothing because that's the one kit I bought was like the this the kit with the um Indian themed clothing. Yeah. Oh, the, uh, was it the? Oh, what is it? Was it? Was it? The, it's like the, the fits or something like that. Yeah. They have or, dumb names. They do have dumb names. Great. Some of the some of the clothes in there is phenomenal. It's really well designed. Dumb names. Just. But you know what? I, you know what I want from all the kits. As I'm gonna I'm gonna bash on kits for a second to unbash on them. Don't give me a kit. Give me a fucking expansion pack and expand on all those kits because I would love that. I want to see other ethnicities getting the representation. I am tired of seeing Western cultures getting the only representation. Fucking EA do better, which we will talk about on both podcasts this weekend, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there anything else? Like what like what type of world would you want in your expansion pack? Um hmm. I like the desert worlds or like the forest worlds, but they never do them well enough for me. Yeah. <laughs> like I like the color palette of Oasis Springs. Yes. But then you manage to negate that by like nothing feeling deserty. Yeah. So I just want them to whatever they do, whatever they would theoretically and you know, hypothetically do um go all the way with it commit yes commit to the bit exactly don't fucking ea it don't go like 80 percent in pat themselves in the back that they fucking did it and then leave us wanting more and not actually completing 
anything. Because like what irks me the most is they were saying that we're supposed to have two new worlds last year. That was the big thing at the summit, the original summit back in October. The world. Right. Like I just like I was so disappointed with growing together. Like I didn't realize how fucking small the world was. Oh, when I watched the live stream, I went, oh, yeah, I couldn't build any story lots on there. That wouldn't help me. No, it didn't do anything. I literally bought it way because I wanted to spend my boss's my old boss's money on my video game habit because it's his money uh in two um I bought it for the build buy because it it's phenomenal build buy especially when it comes to some clutter stuff that I feel I want is- the baby stuff so bad I know and we will get- and hopefully by the time this comes out which I hope so because this is coming out in August uh it will be <laughs> fixed because if it's not fixed by August we are in I'm gonna room. cry. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I, I want to play with infants so bad. Hopefully, the trick with removing that mod or updating that mod will make a difference. Um, now, is there anything else you want to add before we actually switch this over from a simmer spotlight to a story <laughs> spotlight? Because that was my plan. Uh, not particularly. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, I will have to grab my phone because I know this is sad. I do story spotlights every weekend. No, you're fine. I don't actually remember the questions I ask. Again, no judgment. You have a whole life outside of this. The way like you managed to do any of this, I could never. It's because I have I don't sleep and I have like zero social life that does not involve. (laughs) No, because like I was reading off my notes for the D and D group we met um, to talk about expectations. Yeah. And they're like, you're so prepared. And I'm like, I have to be. I'm never going to remember these questions later. Right? <laughs> Fucking right? You, we got we got, we got, to write this shit down. Especially when I'm scatterbrained. But anyways, let's let's switch this to a story spotlight, which I love doing for, uh, verbal story spotlights. If anybody wants to do a verbal spot, story spotlight in season three, please let me know. Because these interviews are going so much better than I would have ever expected the written ones they people are loving them so anyways they're very interesting they are very interesting it, it's a quick little you know that's learn a little, little about the story and stuff and just kind of get like oh like that's so cool because i feel like the storyteller community is a very close knit it's very close and especially the royal storytelling community so it's it's cool to see other storytellers that maybe don't get the time in the sun getting to share their experiences and their story but anyways <laughs> Gabby, first question. Tell us a little bit about your story. Um, so I, as of filming this, have eight kingdoms. Um, I have a little side one for Tartosa, but that that's a whole plot point I'm not gonna get into right now. Um, um my main one that I was focusing on for a while was the Kingdom of Baden, mm-hmm. um, which is a female-led kingdom, because of course it is. Course um, it is. they always they have a queen with a prince consort. Um, they've never they've never had a king. Mm-hmm. Um, they never will. Um, I I also have oh I have the kingdom of oasis. I have the kingdom of willow. I have the kingdom of evergreen. Um, oh, there's so many of them. And then some of them just have random names. I was just doing stuff because I realized everybody named it this um the kingdom of the world. And I'm like, when you're doing royalty. Um, collabs and everybody's kingdom has the same name 
I, I didn't like it. <laughs> um, so I'm slowly renaming everybody. And so uh, my kingdom of Sulani, their name will be changing soon. Um, what is it going to be changing to? Uh, I think I decided it's just like mermaid in Hawaiian. It's going to be like their kingdom name. I haven't yeah. completely, completely committed to it yet, which is why I haven't done the post yet. Um, but I'm thinking that would be just a funny, like on the nose thing to do. And people who speak the language would might think it's funny. Yeah. I think I think again, very creative. Because it's something I didn't notice with storytellers. Like there's like the Kingdom of Willow Creek. I see that one mm-hmm. quite frequently. Uh the the Kingdom of Newcrest, which I love, but I love having it as like whatever you want to name it. Because that, then you're able to describe it better. Because all anytime I hear Kingdom of Newcrest or Kingdom of Willow Creek, I literally just picture those two towns, and then I have a hard time visualizing what it would be like. Because <laughs> I just imagine empty lots, and I can't. I don't even know what's in Willow Creek. I never go into that world unless I only ever use Newcrest and Windenburg. Those are the only two worlds I use. But anyways, yeah. that, what's um, funny about that is my Kingdom of Evergreen. They live in um, oh, what's the like the like that was supposed to be like the British world? Um, oh, uh, Hanford and something. No, 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 no. Um, the one that came uh, a cottage living. No. Oh, wait, the what? the one with like the DJ sisters. Um. Yeah, uh, Win- uh Windenburg. Yes, they live in Windenburg. Fuck yeah! I <laughs> so the name the- of the kingdom is Evergreen, but they live in Windenburg. Yeah. Fuck. But Evergreen is, um, Harbor is a part of their kingdom. See, that's cute. That's cute. <laughs> put, put a little Easter egg in. But I, I, again, I just, I, I like, like, I, I just, I like Windenburg because there's so many big lots. That's literally why it sold me. It was like the two 64 by 64 lots that are there. Yes. Okay. I need more 64 <laughs> by 6. I want a world with just 64 by 64 lots. That would make my life yeah. so much easier. Would it not make your life easier when it comes to storytelling? Especially because I have to pick rooms a little bit bigger than makes sense to get the camera in and at good angles. So I'm always expanding rooms and they look weird mm-hmm. in game, but like they look fine in the pictures because I had to expand like this one piece of the wall to get the camera in and get this angle. Yeah. Because you got to expand it so like you can get like this side because if it's actually this big, you can't actually get the camera through because it would just go. It just goes through the wall. Goes through the wall, or if you if you pose someone or do anything too close to the end of the wall, you actually don't see them. Mm -hmm. Rookie mistake, kids. Give it like an (laughs) extra inch and notice it. And the ceiling will appear. And then the ceiling will appear. Also, uh, that royal expansion pack, fucking royal seal seal is anything Mm -hmm. better than the gray ceiling that's above? Jesus, like fucking. That's why I love the palaces people build. Um, because there is no ceiling for a lot of for, for a lot of like the grand rooms, it's like two floors up. Mm-hmm. So then it just looks so much more open and beautiful. Exactly, I love that, especially when it's open. Like you look up and it's again not just gray, dead, sad ceilings. I or the CC that you can do to get the the ceilings not being so ceiling, or you can use a tool and take objects and place them on top of the ceiling, which can break your game because it's. Objects are not meant to be like yeah, that. Be up there, exactly. Um, no, that's cool. What is your favorite kingdom? And oh, why? Baden. Yeah, 
I figured you were going to say Baden. So <laughs> I'm going to say another one that's not Baden. Um, Oasis. Oasis. Why Oasis? Um, so I love Baden because it's female led, but I love Oasis because it's female led, but the world is, um, male dominated, like typically, mm-hmm. but they went to war. Like this, the, every kingdom has its own backstory. Yes. Um, they went to war. She was already an, or the, the Sultana was already an orphan that had been, um, taken in by the Royal family. She was betrothed to the crown prince. Um, and so when fighting broke out among the nobles for um, a coup, she learned to fight and took back her kingdom. But it's kind of crazy because she's not changing any of the laws um, other than to like help her people um, recover from the war. Um, she's keeping the system, which um, is interesting for me because I always want to be like, um, an over-feminist Gen Z and be like, no, we're changing everything. But she's like, no, I don't necessarily, like, like her son will still um, rule over her daughter. Um, like, she's very much like, in my head at least, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, history over anything. Um, she's ruling because she had to, um, not because, like, she wanted to change anything. And it's a very interesting not dichotomy because it's not the word I'm using, but it's what popped into my head. Um, but it's very interesting, like what I would actually do in actively playing a character mm-hmm. that is like, no, this is my um culture, and I'm sticking to it. Um, and I'm going to thrive within that and push to make things better. But that doesn't mean they have to like foundationally change yeah if that makes sense no that absolutely fucking makes sense and i i and i love that and i think that's a really good explanation of how you tell your story like and how you build a kingdom and actually leads me to my next question you have eight kingdoms how do you how do you as not a royal storyteller how do you invent Mm -hmm. a kingdom and where are the stepping stones from coming up with a name to like how they run their laws and everything um so for me a lot of it was looking at some of the other like base points a lot of other kingdoms had so when I decided to just go for it Mm -hmm. I had like little backstories in my head I was kind of sort of playing when I decided to go for it I wrote them down in a notes app and you can see this in the very very beginning of my page those pictures are a screenshot of the notes app on my phone of their backstories um because I just was like what has happened so far in mm-hmm. the game for real in the way I've played for years and what is the over dramatic um dramatic version in my head so like the kingdom of uh crest the empire of crest they're an Asian kingdom and they had a lot of children. She was like the um, ninth or tenth or something like that of the children. So she never expected to rule at all. She married some celebrity, moved on with her life. <laughs> and then all of her family died, like one by one by one, slowly pushing her up further and further and further in the line of succession mm-hmm. until she ended up um, empress. 
um, taking care of her little sister. Interesting. Um, and in my game, her parents just died. It was kind of crazy. Like <laughs> there was, I don't know what happened. I walked away for two seconds, accidentally left the game on pause, came back, they were dead. Um, and she realistically only had like two older brothers or something like that. Like she had all older brothers, like one older sister or something like that. Um, her two older brothers, like one died of heat um because i didn't realize that function was still on in my game ah. um and then the other one died by flies because he randomly decided to go dumpster diving don't know why i rolled with it um and then the sister one of my mods got her killed so i said that her husband's mistress killed her in the backstory um i like that which actually leads me to a question i had so when it comes to storytelling Sometimes you let the game dictate the story. Mm -hmm. What if something happens in the game that you don't want to happen? Do you pretend it didn't exist, throw your laptop out the window and go back to pressing play? Or do you just roll with the punches? Um, I kind of, so far, I've just been rolling with the punches. Okay. Um, Like the Kingdom of Bane, they ended up my favorite because the game went off the rails when I wasn't playing that household. So... He, the the uh, queen's husband, had two mistresses and kids with them. Like, that was a, like, the storytelling function was still in my game and it was on my played household and it wasn't supposed to be. And then free love was a um, thing on the neighborhood. And then my mods, MCC Command Center, was doing what it does. And mm-hmm. so I kind of went, well, I guess we're rolling with this. And then she ended up having kids and in a pregnant while divorcing him because I was playing another household and the it popped up we've been thinking about having another child um and I before I was paying any attention clicked go for it and I'm like oh, no she's leaving him <laughs> but that hadn't came out yet and so I I rolled with it yeah Oh, but that's the fucking coolest part of being a fucking storyteller. Like, rolling with the punches and letting the story tell you instead of you telling it and being able to just say, okay, well, this happened. And then, like, the creativity just comes rushing in and you're like, yes, like, we can do this or we can add this storyline. Um, Would you like to know the original storyline for that household I had planned? Fuck yeah, I want to hear it. <laughs> so... The original storyline for that household was he was just going to be useless. Like, she runs the kingdom anyway. He showed up for events. He was just a background character. He was never supposed to be, like, the main story plot for that family. Mm-hmm. Her son was going to have issues with the fact that his younger sister was the crown princess and not him, even though he's the oldest. And she's born after him. Mm-hmm. Um, that was going to be the storyline for that. And... um he was gonna go fun um run another kingdom or something like that and then I kind of had to be like oh and I still I go back and forth on if I want to do that but then I also go back and forth do I want to run nine kingdoms not particularly (laughs) um so then also his wife was like supposed to be like tricking him into like having their kid and then marrying into the royal family to like um have more power because her family politically they were the rulers of the witches mm-hmm. um before oasis 
um, took over their kingdom a hundred years ago. Um, and I was going to run with that. And I was like, there's too much going on. I can't run all this. This is crazy. <laughs> That's fucking awesome, though. Like, holy shit. But, okay, I think you kind of have to do Nine Kingdoms now. I'm just... <laughs> no, I do think about, like, all of the other... Um, the wolves run themselves. The vampire run themselves. I do think about separating a line. The witches run themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like... I I don't I don't want to <laughs> I do because I think the story would be epic of like them fighting for their separation or Fuck even yeah. just I think about just them asking and the sultana would probably allow it um especially because her kingdom um just went through a coup she's not trying to have another war um I think she would allow it but I then would have to focus on that and that would have to be a summer project yeah or even if it was like a tiny like spin-off series which actually leads me to would you ever do like i know you have eight kingdoms and you have multiple different storylines going on but would you ever just say i only want to focus on one storyline and i only want to develop one like a like one family set of characters who would you develop and why and what spinoff would you do oh wow there's so many spinoffs. uh you know what it wouldn't be particularly a spinoff it would be a backstory okay of how the baroness of hollow how her mom ended up having an affair with a noble and having her and then ended up asking the queen of um hollow to take her in and then how her mom died in a fire and, and um the queen of Fergana will end up taking care of her. I hope you know, you know, I also have to create that spinoff. <laughs> <laughs> but that's fucking cool. I, I I love that because I think giving, showing a different side of a coin, showing a story, like part of the story that maybe you didn't really get a chance to show. I think that's a really inventive way to continue telling a story. We don't need to HBO this shit with Harry Potter. <laughs> okay. Like, uh, right. Rick Rowling does not need any more money. No, but they also don't need to go back and re fucking reboot the TV I, show, I need movies, them to stop TV doing shows. live actions of my childhood, and I need them to stop remaking things. And if you're going to remake something, could we remake um Vampire Academy, please and thank you, because I love that series. Reading it, um, the movie was garbage. School, and, oh my god, it was so bad. And I went to the movies with my friends <gasps> to see it. It oh. was so bad. Like, I've never been... We were making fun of it walking out the movie theater. It was so bad. It was so funny. And it was like, are you not entertained? I'm like, baby, no. No, I'm not. I'm oh. not entertained. Absolutely. fucking give... I, I want an HBO... I want everything HBO. I want an HBO 18A series of everything. Give me a Dr. Seuss 18A <laughs> Yes, and point. stop making movies out of books. Make series. Yes. Because, like, then you can actually dove into it further which actually leads me to my next question if you were able to adapt this story stories into a movie tv show or a play what would you do and where would you want it to be and who would be who would be the main like people you would cast oh jesus as a theater kid (laughs) I want to say theater, but that's unrealistic. Um, especially with the 
massive size of my story that just yes. doesn't work um definitely tv show yeah um would it be live action or a cartoon oh man yeah i love cartoon i love animation yeah i just do but i just think it would be ridiculously funny <laughs> to see live action like yes. that's just so awkward sometimes but i think i would want to do i think i would want to do animation so they look as much like the sims that they are based on okay um and i don't have to be like mm, that's not what they look like but you did a really good job <laughs> um okay who would you cast who would be give me your top cast Oh wow! I don't know cele- I don't know celebrity names. I just know faces. Um, lay it on me. I'm pretty. I'm pretty good with celebrity. I names. would definitely. Oh, the one I would have to say, Cat Graham would have to be somebody. Yeah, hundred percent. Um. Uh. Um. Because all of my most of my kingdoms are, um, uh, people of color. It would have to definitely be a mostly, um, mm-hmm. like people of color cast oh no uh the cast of crazy rich asians would definitely have to be the empire crest yes um um except um i don't necessarily need kim john um involved i love him but he's just a bit much and he plays the same character in everything yes. i also don't necessarily need aquafina involved either really i love her but they're very serious in the empire of crest like they are ridiculously like strict they're another kingdom who they um value boys yeah um more than anything um and again while they're not cool about it because i don't like that aspect it is very much a part of their culture where like the guys are in charge and then that's why it's crazy that she is ruling her kingdom as well and her husband's not but he's not of royal bloodline anyway because she was granted to marry um just some celebrity mm-hmm. if he had been a noble he'd be emperor in charge over her even though she's the princess she yeah. w- well she was the princess um so i i would need something a bit more serious for that um and those two just wouldn't work what like what I'll- if they were like the side background like chambermaids or and like kind of stuff like that kind of like because i feel like yes it needs to be serious but you always have to have like your your comedic like like your comic breaks, like just someone. But if doing it's a TV funny. show, I got that literally everywhere else. That found, and I and the, like that in my head when I'm playing, like even when I'm just playing and I'm letting them roll, that family is weirdly like serious. Like they're like the, the teenage daughter, um, her sister who she just grew up in my game, but she hasn't grown up in this um on my Instagram yet. Mm-hmm. She would come home and do her homework like autonomously. Um, <laughs> I didn't even know that was an option. I don't think it is. I don't know why she was doing that. Um, but she would come home and do her homework autonomously. I'd just be reading a book instead of watching TV. There's only one TV in the house, but they all have access to it. Um, she would be doing homework or painting or like working on skills. And I'm like, how? I didn't. This is weird, but okay. So but, I would have to keep that vibe to feel real. Okay. I uh, I appreciate it. I mean, they could play serious roles if they so wanted to. They could try. I, I would love to see. Yeah. I, I would like to see Aquafina to take something on a little bit more seriously. Because I, I, she always plays the comic relief, but 
I would love to see her to shine. But it's also your story, and I'm I'm telling you what to do. And yeah, don't don't. <laughs> no, no, I know I. I'm enjoying the conversation. Also, I don't, I wouldn't want to deal with the real life, like behind the scenes background drama of like the black fishing. I don't want to deal with that. And I don't think she, I think she has aspects of it that might be um, valid, but for the most part, I think she's just being extra and that is what it is. But a lot of drama comes with stuff like that. And I don't want to deal with that. I want to have something that's just fun and stupid, but I'm actually okay. Okay. I am actually developing some of the stories into short story format. Oh, like, shit. Okay. Format. Like, how would you want to release that? Like, would you want to go through like Amazon? Because like, you can do like ebooks that way. Or would you go on like Wattpad? Yeah, that's probably how. Yeah. Not Wattpad. Um, Wattpad, I have trauma from from being a preteen reading um things I should not have been reading on Wattpad. Um, <laughs> I... I read a lot of things I should not have had access to at like 13 or 14. Okay. And then they wonder how I ended up pregnant at 17. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, okay. I I need to stop just dropping that casually. Um, I um had a miscarriage at 17. Girl, I had a miscarriage at 20. So um, thank you for sharing. Yeah, no. Thank um, you. I freaked my friend out the other day because I made a joke about it in my friend group snap their heads and I was like oh yeah I gotta stop doing that to y'all yeah I, I just didn't think I just I was not expecting that to be casually dropped yeah I cope with um humor so I I, I realized that that startles people <laughs> I have to stop casually doing that <laughs> dude that's okay I'm honestly on the hunt to try to find an OBGYN to join a podcast with me so we can sit and talk about miscarriages and how actually common they are and, and how they happen Quite yes, frequently. It was very traumatic to not know that. Right? Yeah. Believe me. I'm well. It, it's something that haunts me. So this, I, yeah. I finally made peace about a year ago. For the first, well, I've had two. So I had one when I was 20 and I had one when I was 24. Yes. Yeah. 24. I was, it was crazy because I was pregnant for my birthday and then not of very soon after it was kind of crazy but I um was it was the summer before I was 16 I think 16 or 17 it was the summer before my senior year mm-hmm. um and I was in this really cool internship and I had to like just quit everything and like I was depressed for a really long time um and so it's just it's funny to be like older and to have really like where I'm very casual about it now Mm-hmm. Um and then I feel like I have peace with it, but also there there's always days where you're like, yeah, I wouldn't have been a good mom because I was 17, but like, damn, that sucked. Oh, I, 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 girl, you're <laughs> preaching to the choir. I was too young. It was a mistake. Um, I would have been. But don't tra- you hate when people be like, it was meant to be? Don't say that to me, because now I want to hit you in the face. Yeah, don't don't ever say that that the worst day of my life was meant to be. Don't like it's that's so gross. It's so fucked up. Like it's ugh. But at the same time, I got a second chance on life and I fucking ran with it. And I've not stopped with my second chance. And I don't know if I would be in the places where I am if I was because like I I was gonna be a single mom. Uh the father wanted nothing to do with her. Um 
I was, I had an apartment lined up. I was in my second year of college. I worked overnights at McDonald's. Um, I was ready to provide and it just didn't happen. And I had to put the pieces of my life back together. And that was really hard. And then it just, it's really traumatic. And then the second one, I had no idea. I was just in, I was so much blood. It was just, I was like falling out of me. And then I went to emerge and they told me, and then I was just, I came home and I still remember to say, I sat in the bathtub with the water rolling down as I cried my eyes out for three and a half hours because I didn't know what else to do. And it wasn't until I met my fiance, Jason, that like, he really, like, he's been really working together on, you know, trying to like, get me like ready to have a kid and like knowing the process of, of just being like, I might have another miscarriage and just this, yes, the toll that the takes that on you. You don't trust your body anymore. Yeah. Cause like I was talking to his, like his mom yesterday and he was like, Oh, like, aren't you scared of like bringing a child into this world? I'm like, I can't even be scared of that because I don't even know if the child's going I'm scared to, to get born. to that point. I, mean, I can't like, let me get to the point where the child's born and then we'll go from there. Um, yeah. And then one of my, one of my best friends, moms, when it happened, they like took me out to um, eat. So I wouldn't be just like in the house. Like yeah. right, right after I left the hospital, I was being told that was somewhat traumatic as well um but mm-hmm. they were trying and she was like she had had seven and I'm like oh my god and she has two kids um mm-hmm. but she's like she had seven trying to get them all here um and I was like you know this didn't help me this just kind of made me trust my body less <laughs> it, and it, yet no it should be talked about that it's common but like it should also be talked about the way like you have a weird relationship with yourself after yeah you're mad at you're mad at yourself. You're upset with yourself, and then you go. It's you literally go through the stages of grief, and then especially when you start to get older, uh, the first question you get asked, um, especially if you're planning a wedding, is, "Are you going to have kids?" And then they Which answer. It's 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 such a weird question, and a lot of people. I'm actually a little bit more vocal about it and like talking about my experiences because a lot of people be like, oh, like, like you know, like once you get pregnant, it's like the best feeling. And so many for many years, I just swallowed that sense of shame that I just couldn't uh, have a successful yeah, the pregnancy. Way people don't realize like that's not everybody's experience. Also, even people who want kids and are able to successfully carry have miserable pregnancy. Yes, like my cousin, her. Uh, my cousin's wife or ex-wife now but when she was pregnant with their son she was so like small Mm -hmm. that like she literally almost broke her back yep carrying their son like he she had stress fractures on her spine from carrying her son like that's that's the shit we want to talk about or talk about the postpartum that comes after because people don't think you can get postpartum after having a miscarriage no no you still fucking do oh and and it's actually kind of i wouldn't say it's worse because postpartum is terrible um but like it's not like you can be like but you have this tiny human because you don't right it depends how far along you were from a miscarriage versus a child's death um, mm-hmm. if you're, if you're lactating and a tri- like, and you hear a child cry and like you're going through you're you will lactate and then you're, you're mm-hmm. and your body's confused because there's no, there's nothing. It's, it's a really 
fucked up situation. And again, I really hope I can find an OBGYN and we can sit and we can talk about it because that is free education for women out there that they do not teach us. Well, you should see if you could get, um, oh, what is that? The YouTube OBGYN, the, oh, she's so adorable. Uh, what is it? Mama Dr. Jones. I love her. She's very informative. Send me your stuff. Hopefully, I mean, hopefully she'll want to be on my podcast, but send it to me after this because I'm having a hard time trying to find somebody. Yeah, and she's already a YouTube doctor. Because I, <laughs> I think it's really important. Um, I've been trying to see an OBGYN for many years and throughout COVID, they were not see- they were not taking patients uh, that weren't pregnant. Um, that's really great. Um, someone who has ovarian cysts. I couldn't even get birth control. Like I couldn't go to the doctor and get my yeah. prescription. That's fucked Because I get the shot. So oh, like, shit. I couldn't okay. get it. And That's... then when I went back after COVID, they were like, well, why do you have back problems? And I'm like, because I've had spine issues since miscarriage. And they're like, those mm-hmm. things shouldn't be connected. I'm not giving you this um, just in case. I'm like, but what? That's not how that I've had it since that doesn't make sense so now I I can't get birth control until I get an x-ray on my spine but I can't find a regular doctor to get the x-ray on my spine what the fuck are you serious I can't get birth control for like the last year that's fucked up I'm so sorry that's fucked up it was kind of crazy fuck American healthcare I'm sorry I'm sorry no I agree Fuck American healthcare. Like, my fucking God. She's like, what if they're connected? I'm like, can you can you just go what to if a cl- I still don't want a kid? Like, I don't Yeah. I can need you- the prescription to go pick it up. Like I, but- I, I have to go pick up the prescription from a pharmacist and bring it back to the doctor to get the shot. And they won't give me the prescription at the one I went to. And now it's on like my chart that I'm supposed to see a a an like X-ray. my regular doctor to get an X ray to figure out what's happening make sure they're not connected yeah but you have you would have to pay to get an x-ray that's even more fucked up oh yeah and i have insurance through my university so i don't have great insurance because to go to school i have to have insurance and the window for the insurance for my school and the window for insurance in the state are separated so i can't waive my insurance for the school without having insurance but I can't get insurance until after school's already started and it's running and I can't afford both at the same time so I'm stuck on my university's insurance you just need to come to Canada love because come I, come get a come get come join our citizenship come become a <laughs> citizen like it's expensive as hell to live here but I I mean I, I live in Chicago so <laughs> I'm Tom, already no. there <laughs> oh, yeah, you're basically there. Like I keep telling Kev, we are going to we're, we're like we're going to take Montreal. Uh, you got the U.S. is going to take Montreal or Quebec, <laughs> and we're going to have Chicago, and it's going to be awesome. And then you can come here and get well once you become a Canadian citizen, get universal <laughs> health care, and you can go to you could go get an X-ray. You could just go to emerge. You're going to wait a long time, and they would probably just give me my damn birth control. Like yeah, they would. You're unlikely to be connected. They're hundred percent unlikely to be connected. Like, yeah, you could you could just go to a clinic and ask for birth control and they give it to you without needing OBGYN. Yeah, anywhere else I would have to go, I would have to get the pills and I'm not gonna remember taking pills and I'm not leaving that to chance. That's a crazy thing to leave to like, oh, I might forget to take that. And also doesn't always work. Just throwing that out there. No. No, no. No. Oh, just in general, none of them are 100%. Yeah. But if you're going to go for something and you know you're not good at taking pills, get the shot, babe. It's yep. every three months. 
Yep. Or I don't even don't get an IUD either. That fucks you up. My, oh, my last no, and IUD. they can get embedded in yep. your uterus. Um, I this is not funny, but I in, in morbid humor. I always think it's funny the one where like the baby was apparently born holding, holding the IUD. The IUD, and I'm yep. like, how is that even possible? <laughs> like, isn't that what? How did it move there? Yeah, how to get like yeah, I've because I've seen the photo. Fo- like, we've all seen the the real photos yeah. being like, I mean, like baby ripping it. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, like either that's super fake, which is really fucked up that you put a baby holding an, an IUD into that, or that's real yeah. and that's even more fucked up. A- no. a- a- anyway, in that situation, it's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. And then the one in your arm gets can get stuck in people's arm, and then you have to get surgery to get it removed. Mm-hmm. Why can't men? take the birth control option oh no the side effects oh my god they might they might be moody oh my (laughs) god they might gain weight oh my god i i my fiance your hair might fall out oh my god they might go bald they were already going bald anyways but not since they have for them i mean a lot of people look hotter bald anyway (laughs) i agree Besides my fiance, he needs hair. He needs hair. He needs all <laughs> the hair. Um, yeah, but my anyways. sister's fiance too. He needs hair. Gabby, are you okay if we move on to the next topic? Oh, or yeah. do you want to continue? I'm the one who casually dropped it. I'm good. <laughs> That's okay. Well, thank you for sharing. Um, thank you for sharing that moment with us. No um, again, it's bringing it real. It's mm-hmm. literally talking about it, educating women and being able to know that you are not alone. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Gabby. Now I got a couple more questions. Mm-hmm. We're going to wrap this up. I'm going to go back to my handy dandy questions because <laughs> God forbid, if I actually remembered, that would be too sad. Okay. So anyways, we talked about developing your mm-hmm. kingdom. How do you develop your characters? Um, A little bit in my head and still a little bit just their traits and what they do in the game Mm -hmm. um so i have a little bit of like what a real person experiences life like yeah in my head and attaching that to the sims also i have a lot of mods so they i have more traits than in the game so when they randomize traits it's just like well what does this type of person how does a perfectionist work how does um someone who's non-committal work how does this doesn't work in real life and what would that look like okay um, i like that um so like talk me through a character let's pick let's pick your favorite character and how did you develop their character from the beginning to where they are today um, my favorite character at the moment is just because i think she's so fabulous is maggie um the crown princess uh magdalena of baden um, I love that her story long term is gonna be she's a little bit traumatized by her parents' situation, like them divorcing. The kids don't really know why yet, but they will. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the fact that um, I don't even for her, it's so funny. I just said that because for her, I don't pay attention to her traits. <laughs> it's all about like her hanging with her friends and um. The fact that she's in my head, she's going to have issues finding love because of she knows that being queen will come at a cost and it doesn't save you from heartache. Mm-hmm. And then 
I then go backwards from this is what she's going to be like as an adult to this is what she's like as a teen experiencing it right now and like how crazy it is that all of your friends parents are in these like picture perfect relationships like what you thought your parents had Mm -hmm. and then you realize oh maybe everybody's lying or maybe people just have it good and my family's unlucky and my life just sucks or like just the angst of a teen who is not only having to deal with being a teen with divorcing parents and now half siblings to being someone who's royal and having to still look and act perfect Mm-hmm. at all times because you will one day be queen and to slip up would be bad I fucking love that answer so <laughs> um as Rose Chronicles is my story there's three parts and I'm really enjoying reading the third book because it's 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 a hundred percent a royal book it's a hundred percent royals everything <laughs> about it is royals and I'm enjoying writing it developing characters of basically like what if they do fuck up how do you how would you do that what would be the repercussions what what was there any what does it get covered up does it get covered up like it's, it's just it's just kind of like that kind of fun stuff and it's kind of like how you build your story and talk about building your story what character do you relate to the most and why um it's so weird because they're all royals and nobles i feel very distant a lot of the time Mm -hmm. um they don't feel like real people because i feel like in real life royalty they they don't feel like real people yeah i think that's a really Um, good way to put it um but i don't know I think I will still say that I relate to Maggie the most, not for the parent relationship because my parents were never married um, Mm -hmm. and they really don't get along. (laughs) Um, um, But because she has a, and and this doesn't really come up in the story very often um, other than the fact that she always wants to match her mom, um, but she has a really good relationship with her mom. And I love my mom. Like around my house right now is a billion pictures of me and my mom. like throughout my life on our stairs leading up to the second floor there's like a wall of me like as a baby (laughs) that I call like a little shrine I'm like you have a baby shrine of me ma'am and it's weird and she's like it's not a shrine it's my child and I'm like oh that didn't just sound overly dramatic (laughs) I fucking and then you heard before we started we just bicker um back and forth um so, like, I have a really good relationship with my mom in real life, and they have a really good relationship with me. So, I will relate to that because not a lot of my characters, and that I think holds true for royal thing. They are not close with their parents. Uh, yeah, 100%. I mean, take the Disney law. Usually, usually the parents are dead, and it's usually another caregiver taking care um, of the kids. I love that. That's so, so cute. Um, are you an only child, <laughs> if you don't mind me asking? So, I am my mother's only child. My okay. father has I have multiple half siblings okay um yeah and then we when I say my sister half the time I'm talking about my best friend where her grandparents died when we were seniors um and they raised her and so when we were 19 I finally convinced her to come live with us because she was living in the house she grew up in um and her family is not great 
Um, but I finally convinced her to come live with us. And now my mom says we're both her daughters and my family calls her my mom's daughter. Oh, <laughs> um, so that's, that's my sister. That's so sweet. That's so sweet. Oh my God. I have a fucking cavity. That's so fucking sweet. Oh, no sound. We've been best friends since we were in second grade. Oh, so obviously when you get married, maid of honor, going to cry the yeah. whole time. Everything is, yeah. Talk about the moment you met in grade. That's so fucking cute. That's so <laughs> fucking cute. Honestly, though, like, I think that's like the best way for like a surrogate sister. Like without a doubt, it doesn't like for like for best friends, like if your best friends also not your sister, it can't be confused for your sister or also your lover then you're not best friends yeah no because we'll be just in public holding hands but that's mainly so we don't lose each other <laughs> but people are like no i love when people go i'm um because we worked together for a yeah. little bit before i switched stores mm -hmm. um and i was like has anybody seen my sister today she's supposed to be here she works today um and then and then people customers we would be like bickering at work <laughs> And you like in our vest at work, and people are like, "Y'all are sisters," and we're like, "Yeah." And they're like, "Yeah, y'all look alike," and we're like, "No, no." You almost had it there. You, you were close. You were close. Uh, no, I fucking love that. Also, good answer for being relevant, and I lo I love that your mom being your best friend. Yeah, and the story Maggie always tries to match, like either the same color or the same like theme as her mom like I always dress them as similar as possible yeah. um even when I send them to other kingdoms they're dressed very as similar as possible she just wants to be like in the same color or in the same like style as her mom and when me and my mom go on vacation we always have a matching shirt we always have a day where we're matching completely and like our travel photos <laughs> and I'm like no that's us and if we're, we will accidentally match all the time and I'm like I need you to have your own personality and she's like you got yours from me. <laughs> oh, oh, that that's okay. So <laughs> um, no, that again, that's awesome. Hey, be best friends with your mom. If you're best friends with your mom, she sticks with you through thick and thin, no matter what. She will, she will love you. And then, unfortunately, there are some moms out there that may not be the best, but you can find surrogate moms or surrogate sisters. Without a doubt, but I think it's a really good answer um, for Maggie. Mm -hmm. Now, you talked about sending your Sims to different kingdoms and different stories. We talked a little bit about that in the the, uh, the Simstagram podcast. Fucking lay it on here. Like, what? How, how, how do you do it? Why do you do it? Why do you do 80 people <laughs> sitting in a royal photo? Never like again. Never again. <laughs> I have not hosted a collab since I told you that story. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we look at it as um, like visiting, you know, the royals big to the other yeah. kingdoms on um, tours and stuff. Yeah. So it's similar to that for big events. We send each other our sims. So there's, some, there's a whole like alliance thing going on. I'm not a part of that, so I'm not sure how that works. Um, but that one's awesome too, where there's a bunch of accounts where they seem to have events occasionally, mm -hmm. and it's all the Sims that are part, all the kingdoms that are part of that alliance, and it's multiple, um, it's multiple pages. That seems really cool. I want to kind of do something like that one day. Um, but so to send a Sim for a lot of people, 
um, you dress your Sims in your game um, how you want them to look. They can mm-hmm. use Trey and Porter to um, download them with their CC. Mm-hmm. Um, you have, I have to remember to remove my mods. Please remove your mods. Because um, you can break someone's game. I did that on accident the first time I sent someone my Sims. I felt oh. so bad. Oh, I also keep forgetting no. to stop sending merge files because they're too large. But a lot of my CCI download, they download it as merge files. And I don't know how to unmerge them. So that's just how they exist in my mods folder. And a lot oh, of people don't like that because it's yeah. too much. Yeah, yeah. Um, But once it's downloaded, I we use, a lot of us use, um, we download to get a link to the file. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of people put it in. Ooh, voice went out there. You're good. Um, <laughs> um, it's either like a Google Doc or a Google Sheets, mm-hmm. uh, and you put your um your link in there, and the person can click on it and download your um Sims into their game. I have a problem where some of my CC for some reason on my computer does not register that I have it on my computer, even though I clearly do because I dress my Sims in it. So when I send it it's not attached to the link. It's like it's not in the file. Oh, fascinating. So people consistently have to redress my Sims for me. And none of us can figure, like I've like been in group chats where we're trying to troubleshoot why, well, why that's happening. None of us can figure it out. So I'm, all people are always like, well, I had to put them in this because of, it disappeared or she doesn't have any hair. Does this work? And I'm like, whatever you put them in that somewhat similar to what I put them in, I'm I'm not picky. Um, I've been having an issue because I send, um, Maggie and Kailani places and their colors, their kingdom color is brown. And a lot of the collabs want them to wear their kingdom colors. But then like I ran into one where she was like, no dark colors. Oh um, shit. I'm like, I'm like, their, their kingdom color is like a chocolatey brown. <laughs> yeah. I, that does not work for me. <laughs> And so I had to get approval on which outfits I could have them in brown and which outfits I put them in different colors. Interesting. That seems intense. No offense to that person. Just seems a little intense. Yeah. <laughs> it was because I'm like, I want to participate and you ask specifically for this day for them to be in their kingdom's color. Yeah. Why would, it, why would it? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut off, but Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I also have a problem finding beautiful browns. Yeah, for them, and if you, for CC. If you want pink or blue, mm-hmm. you're fucking good. You got your Disney colors. You're fine. I don't think I've ever seen a brown ball gown. Oh, I have a couple. I have to. But look they're now. very rare. Yes, um, they're very rare. Um, it's hard. And then even then, they're not always the big, stupid, poofy ones we were talking about earlier. Yeah, they're the like reasonably sized poofed ones no you like the like like a classic a line kind of idea instead of instead of a b yeah. ball gown you got it yeah mm-hmm. i um and then a lot of times i'll have them in tans or nudes to balance it out okay yeah yeah because again more tans are just i hope you know the next time i look turn on sims which will probably be at some point this i'm gonna go through my ball gowns <laughs> to see hey them in brown CC list CC creators. I know you listen to this. Make brown ball gowns. More of them. Yes, please. Yeah, 
I'm thinking about having a couple commissioned. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, I get some I I just did that for some custom poses I needed because I can't figure out how to make custom CC, nor do I want to. Okay. I was gonna say I'd rather just pay someone who's already good at it than try yeah. to figure it out. Exactly. Like I, I paid for custom hair a couple, and a couple custom poses because I wanted hair that moved. Look like it moved. Not like flat. Instead of it went through their arm. Yes. Because <laughs> I wanted like like a hair style, like just like like fl- like a Medusa style hair, but like it looks movement when the picture's up. You would never do it for actual gameplay because it looks like a fucking mane. It's like this big, <laughs> but yeah, just custom like hair when they're casting a spell and shit like that. That shit's cool. That sounds so cool. We need more of that. That was expensive. That one was a very expensive one. But it was well worth yeah, it because I, rather, I needed it. You also said I'd rather pay, though. Yeah. And, like, first of all, now that person has that. And I don't care if I pay for it. And then you put it on your Patreon. Yeah. Babe, that's cool. Yeah. Make your money. Make it. Make make your money. Now, okay, I got a couple more questions. I'm not going to pay you. No, 100%. Is there fucking fuck uh, curse force or whatever the fuck that thing's called? I, I, no, asked... I use curse forge. I've, I, there's a couple mods I haven't had to update because I'm using no, curse but forge. like the money that comes. Oh, yeah, with no, it, that fu- yeah. No, good for us game players, but fuck the people wanting to make money off it. That's the more mm-hmm. like, yeah, mm. and all the EA's strict rules of like how you to upload it when you have to upload it. But, anyways, yeah. I have a couple more questions. We're gonna we're gonna wrap this up because <laughs> we can't do a two and a half hour interview today. I know I know no, we can't you I have to, c- to go eat. Because <laughs> I woke up and jumped right on this. <laughs> okay. Well, as I was reading your profile, um obviously mm-hmm. Mara Ray was a huge inspiration. I feel like Mara Ray is a huge inspiration for a lot of rural storytellers. That's not the first time I have uh, heard of that. What about Mara Ray's storytelling is such an inspiration to the royal storyteller community? Um, I think it's the idea of a different type of gameplay, first of all. Okay. Um, especially if you're already like a creative and you like telling stories already. The idea of like like I said, royals don't feel like real people. <laughs> no, they, <laughs> they don't feel like Barbie dolls and I think that's where like the obsession with like Princess Diana comes from like they don't feel like real people they feel like these people you live vicariously through mm-hmm. and so when you're already living vicariously through your sims it's like a double aspect of it Um, and then you think about like throwing all these lavish parties and being in all these crazy scenarios and it's just really especially hers because her sims just get into stuff yeah <laughs> they just like they just be doing stuff and I'm like ah. and then you can watch her slowly like devolve into like I don't know where to go with this how do I work with this I don't <laughs> and it's just so funny I I love that I honestly I want her on the show I have reached out so many times to try to get her on here and I've heard I've never heard anything back so I hope to yeah, one day I don't think she checks her dms I think she gets a lot yeah so I'm not I don't think she checks them I know and there's no there's no other way I can communicate with her yeah so I hope to one day she listens to this I'll catch her on a stream uh, well I I don't know when she streams I, I feel like she streams um, when I'm at work yeah she streams at like 5 p.m yeah I'm at work. Well, it's 5 p.m for me in Chicago unfortunately um yeah yeah but again if any if anyone can get a hold of her girl, the I next got- time I'm on a stream well I sleep during the day now but the next time I catch one I got you 
Yeah, I. she was honestly, I had a list of people I wanted to get on this season. She was the only person I, I wasn't able to nail down. So I want her And I think she season. would love doing something like this. Though she did just go back to like a regular job. Yeah, I, I heard that. I've heard she's gone back. But it, again, I will I will make an exception. I will do whatever it <laughs> takes. I want her on. Because again, like it's, she's such a cool storyteller. I think it, I would want to dive in and, and learn a little bit more about her. Because she's such an inspiration to so many royal storytellers out there. That I think it would be really cool to um, get a chance to interview her. But the last question I have for you is talking about inspiration. What inspiration can you give? to anybody listening to this podcast to start their own royal story oh my best inspirations less advice is run with it whatever story you have whether it's realistic whether it's just fantastical run with it there are hundreds of us already and we still all read and um Mm -hmm. like each other's stories and want to collab together because your story, everything has already been done mm-hmm. everywhere at all points in his, we've reached that point in existence. Yep. So you are unique in that even if the trope has already been done, the way you choose to do it probably hasn't. Yes. I think, I think that is such fantastic advice. Cause I think there's what, seven stories, seven original stories in the whole world. And we've all, yeah. we've all, you know, done them to death. Like literally as any storyteller, everything's a carbon copy. Let's take mm-hmm. Lion King to Hamlet. Okay, Hamlet. Okay. It's a fucking carbon copy. But it's how you tell your story and how you make it stand out and how passionate you are. And I think the more passionate you are about it, the better storyteller. I can tell you're very passionate, which makes <laughs> your storytelling skills phenomenal. Well, Gabby, it has been an absolute pleasure. <laughs> getting to sit down and talk to you today. Um, I get to learn a lot more about you this week. You are so <laughs> you you have now become the first person that, that will be on three podcasts consecutively for the next three weeks. Yeah. You will hear Gabby every <laughs> week. So oh that's so funny. <laughs> that yes, it's just how the posting schedule came to be. <laughs> but I'm excited. Oh I am excited for the next couple of weeks and getting to know you I a little bit too. more. But to wrap this all up, why don't we tell everybody where we can find your story? Um, I am Sims Royalty 22 on Instagram and Twitch. Uh, my Twitch schedule is weird now because I work overnights. Um, but yeah, that's all I really got. Awesome. Please go check out Gabby. Links are going to be below. Also, do, how's the awake chocolate treating you? I know what you liked it last time. I'm just still checking in. Um. Because I balanced out a little bit more, I don't eat them very often. I When I first started, I felt like they were doing something, but I had to switch to coffee because I needed mm-hmm. something stronger and I a bit you. more instant. Um, and now it's gonna, I'm probably going to start eating them again, though, because the D&D group is meeting on Saturdays right before I go to work. So I'm going to be waking up at 5 to run D&D from 5.30 to 9 and then going to work from 10 to 7 a.m. Yeah, you're definitely going to need something. It's so funny because I messaged because I... I was like, yo, try these. And then I got a new job where now I get I get up at six in the morning. I fucking went out and bought them. And yeah. they still work, guys. So anybody who wants awake chocolate, it's phenomenal. It is caffeinated. I mean, all chocolate's caffeinated, but this one is specifically meant intentionally keep, caffeinated. Intentionally caffeinated. It tastes caffeinated. really good, keeps you awake. And then one piece is I think is equivalent to like a half a cup of coffee or something like that. 
It's either yeah, and then it recommends don't eating more than like three. <laughs> yeah, don't eat more. Don't do what I did two weeks ago. So I, I think I had a cyst burst, but I couldn't do anything about it because I was at a new job. So I was in so much pain. Um, I had to take so much Advil because I was in so much pain because it was 18 hours of straight pain and nothing would take it away. So I'm so tired from all the Aww. drugs that I'm taking so much awake chocolate because I'm so oh, tired. Oh, no. oh, yeah. So I was like, fuck it bounce <laughs> off the fuck i was like let's go and like like 6 p.m and then by 7 i was like out like <laughs> but anyways gabby absolute pleasure thank you for coming around here thank, thank you for you. of course thank you for roasting my ass because you should have had you should not have been your fourth <laughs> i was just joking <laughs> oh it's I'm... what i joined yeah, I know. <laughs> but i can i cannot thank you enough for coming here today and thank you for making the 100th episode so special i I very much appreciate you being there. I'm excited. Our friendship is just starting and I cannot wait to see where it grows. I'm so excited to see your storytelling grow and I'm just very happy that we are we are good friends. Well, Gabby, you are welcome. It's been an absolute pleasure. Please go check out Gabby. Like I said, the links are going to be below. Please go check out her stream as well. A girl that can stream is a girl that can get it. So anyways, have a great rest of your night, okay? You too. Bye.